When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Into the long weekend we go. Thanks for starting it here on Inside Sports. Five minutes left in the first half. Ottawa and Montreal 10-10 in Friday Night Football at Foot Field. Great kickoff game to the high school season. Harry Ainley leading St. Francis 15-6 with five minutes left in the third quarter. Uh, 63-yard touchdown pass, uh, Bolio to Hurley for Harry Ainley to extend their lead. We'll keep you updated on that game. The Blue Jays still up 2-0 on the Pirates. It's now at the bottom of fifth in Pittsburgh. Great ballpark there. I went there several years ago. We got uh, the Oilers signing Ryan Murray to a one-year deal. Defenseman, second overall pick in 2012 after the Oilers took Neil Yakupov. He was just on the show. You ever miss anything, by the way? Uh, sign up for the Inside Sports Podcast wherever you get your podcast, or go to the show page on 630ched.com. And the Elks trading David Beard and a fourth rounder to Hamilton for offensive lineman Jesse Gibbon and a second rounder. Gibbon, 25 years uh, of age, is third in the CFL. He was taken second overall by Hamilton in the 2019 draft. He's six foot five, 300 pounds, went to the University of Waterloo. More on uh, this deal with Blake Dermott coming up in about half an hour. He's going to react to that and uh, lead us into the Labor Day Classic. I am pleased to welcome back to the show. I, I believe uh, the last time this gentleman was on, I, I think he came into studio. Uh, everything says kind of seems like a blur how the last couple of years have played out, but uh, one of the all-time greats in the Canadian Football League, played for both Calgary and Edmonton, helped Edmonton win the Grey Cup in 1987, one of the greatest linebackers of all time, Danny Bass, checking in tonight. Danny, you're on with Reed. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it is nice to talk to you. Remind everybody of what you're up to these days. Well, I'm still in the car business. I still like helping people out, so uh, business has been pretty good. We wish we had more inventory, but everybody's the same way. Uh, well, you can give your dealership uh, a plug. Uh, where where exactly are you at? Uh, we're at Wolf GMC out here on the west side. Okay. Uh, and uh, how often do you interact with a with a customer who will say, "Hey, aren't you?" <laughs> well, I'm getting a little older now. It's not as much as it used to be, but uh, you still get it quite a bit. You know, uh, I'll wear the Grey Cup ring or. Sometimes I have a picture in the office, and uh, people start to look at it, and they kind of they don't know if I'm a fan or did I play at one time, and they kind of figure it out, or I'll help them. Okay, good stuff. Well, uh, that that is uh, now. How have you because be, I, I, uh, I had Jim Germany on the show when uh, the week he was going up on the Wall of Honor. And and Jim got into sales, and he said like he liked doing that because you know he felt being competitive as a football player helped him be competitive in the uh, in the sales industry. And I thought it was interesting how he sort of drew a, a correlation between the two careers. Anything from football help you in your in your career now, or is that maybe unique to Jim's experience? 
No, it's I, I would agree with Jim quite a bit. It's it is competition. Uh you know, and I think the idea of that is helping the customers and the customers see that. You know, when the time comes, they look at it and they figure who's gonna look after this person better, this particular store or the other store and uh people want they want you to know that that you want to earn their business, and, and that's all part of being competitive. I don't like to lose a deal to anybody, and I'm sure that's what Jim was talking about. Right on. Okay. Well, it's great to catch up with you. You're a, you're a unique one because you went straight from Calgary to Edmonton back in your playing days. Um, you know, you obviously had played at Michigan State, which would have had some incredible rivalries of their own. Do you remember your introduction to Labor Day or a moment where you thought, Hmm. It seems like these two teams and cities aren't too fond of each other. <laughs> well, you, you kind of knew that ahead of time. It was going to be, uh, there was no love lost between each other. Uh, and the idea was more of a pride thing. And, and you wanted to see where you stood, you know, um, you know, your record may not be that good, but you knew like when I played for Calgary, if we knocked off to the, the Eskimos at that time that you had a chance to make the playoffs and it kind of set your season where it was and the fans were happy. And then the opposite, when I was in Edmonton, you expected to win. You didn't, you know, there, you expected to win both games where kind of in Calgary, you were kind of happy if you won one. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Well, di- different eras for the two teams. I mean, Calgary had some good teams, but Edmonton was uh, really good through the, well, from the late seventies, most of the eighties and nineties and into the start of the two thousands as well. It was a pretty long run for the green and gold. Um, it was. Like w- did a labor day game. Cause I, I've asked a couple guys, I even asked Chris Jones, like I, I, earlier this week, I know it's a regular season game. It's two points in the standings. It's not worth more. But I also fear that there have been some Labor Day games, even for me as a viewer, where I'm thinking to myself, this is just a totally different world. It's it doesn't feel like a regular season game. It doesn't even feel like a labor like a playoff game. Labor Day is almost its own category. It, did it feel that way as 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 a player? Like I, I'm I'm just curious. Was it's almost its own little universe out there? I think you're right with that, and it's hard to explain. But I think it's more or less. It's more for the fans. You know, you, you talked with the fans and, over, you know, it's a big game coming up Labor Day weekend and then we played them, we played them so quick after that again. I think that's where it became more of a unique thing is that we played each other so quickly and uh, when you won one, you wanted to win the, you wanted a clean, uh, clean sweep. So it was different than, you know, the, the regular season or the playoffs because it, it was a different game. It was a different time. Uh, I had Jed Roberts on the show earlier this week, and he said from his era, Alondra Johnson of the Stampeders really got under his skin, and he even told the story, quite gleefully, I might add, of taking a bit of a cheap shot on Alondra on a convert attempt. Was there anybody on the Stampeders, whether it was Labor Day or other games or just all the games, was there anybody on the Stampeders that just irritated you, and if you could get an extra dig at him, you would? No, you'd always try and get an extra dig at him, no matter what. I never let anybody get underneath my skin. Um, you know, I didn't want to show them that because that's how they figure they, um, they're winning the battle, maybe, if they figure they got you rattled up a little bit. But I do remember one time there was a guy, Landry, was a middle linebacker for Calgary, and he was an up-and-coming star. And it was at an extra point. He came down at Chris Johnstone and gave him a pretty good shot. So I 
came back and gave him a pretty good shot, and we kind of got into it a little bit. And then for some unknown reason, Larry Rutt comes over here, and uh, Landry keeps yelling, you don't, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? And I looked over at Larry, and he goes, Larry, do you know who this guy is? And Larry goes, yeah, mad new guy. And a fight broke out, and I goes, Larry, where'd you come up with that? He goes, he's a new guy. He's mad. And that was our nickname we had for him. <laughs> All right. Well, you did I, You did pretty well on Labor Day. I, I think I added it up right because you won twice as a Stampeder, and then you won six out of eight games with Edmonton. So you personally went eight and two on Labor Day, which has to be one of the best records uh, all time. Tell, tell me about a winning locker room after a Labor Day game. Oh, it's, there's nothing better than a winning locker room, especially Labor Day. Because like I said, we know it means more, like after talking with you, you know, like your neighbors, everybody gets into the Labor Day games and playing Calgary. It's, you don't realize it until you sit back and look at it, how much it meant to the, the average fan. That was, that's their bragging rights, you know, and uh, it was just so nice to enjoy that. And anytime you win is great, but anytime you beat Calgary, it was better. One of the CFL's all-time great linebackers played for the Stamps and for the Double E. It is uh, Danny Bass checking in tonight here on uh, Inside Sports. Okay, so let's go a little further back in your career because uh, uh, Michigan State, uh, I assume, like, was was it Michigan the big rival or was, was there another school in your era that was well, uh, we, the chief rival? We had a few. We had Michigan. We had Michigan, uh, or, uh, Michigan Ohio State, Notre Dame. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so that was like a quarter of your schedule. <laughs> was, yeah, was it was, was they're all big, and it, it was like, okay, you know, it's. Uh, but I would say Michigan still was probably the most dominant one. That was uh, in a rivalry that, uh, yeah, that was big. So that was so you played like hundred thousand fans in the big house. I guess Ohio State has a pretty big uh, stadium as well. But you you played in those like around a hundred thousand people watching your games. Yeah, I think Notre Dame at that time had a hundred and three or a hundred and five is when there was a full house, and we would have played then. So. Oh man, okay, uh, pretty good. I think your last year maybe you guys were one game under five hundred, but pretty good records. Uh, most of the time, you were with the Spartans. I, I know I'm going way back, but is there an NCAA memory for you that still stands out? Big win, big play you made, anything like that? Uh, there was one. Well, the biggest win was when we beat Michigan our, my junior year, and we won the Big Ten Championship. Uh, like I said, you beat the hometown rivalry, Michigan. And then uh, probably the, if I can remember back that far, as I had a 99-yard touchdown return that one time was a Big Ten record, but I think somebody else beat it by a yard the other day, so it is what it is. <laughs> a fumble or interception? It was an interception. Okay, so somebody actually got one in the end zone. That's the only way you would have got it on the on the uh, on the one yard line. Then. Yeah, I tried for an instant replay, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't listen to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Uh, I'm just looking this up. Uh, 
99-yard interception return against Wisconsin October 28th, yep. 1978. And it would have been October 4th. Oh, you guys won on the road at Michigan that year, 24-15. Yeah. Huge win. Yeah, that was the big house. Yeah, that was a huge, huge, huge. We had some great ball players like Kurt Gibson, who was more known for his baseball career. But he was a hell of a receiver uh, for us. And we had Eddie Smith was our quarterback. And uh, Larry Bethay was the defensive end. He was the number one draft pick for the uh, Dallas Cowboys back in his time. So we had, we had some good we had some good players. It's interesting how this all comes around because when Vince Scully passed away, we, we played the audio of him doing the play-by-play of Gibson hitting the home run off one leg in the 1988 World Series. Oh, yeah, that was a, a great moment and happy for Kirk. And he was a very, very tough competitor. And, uh, yeah, it was it was good to see him and uh, him to do that. And it lifted the team for sure. Danny Bass joining us today at Inside Sports. Uh, how much, uh, look, obviously we're, we're going through a bit of a tough year for the Elks. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to dive into the David Beard trade a little deeper with Blake coming up at the, at the top of the hour. Uh, I mean, man, they've had some games where they've, I know they've had some blowout losses, but they've had some games where they're right in there in the fourth quarter, even leading in the fourth quarter, and they haven't been able to, uh, to, uh, to close it out. Do you watch a lot of double E games, or uh, you know, how much football do you take in now? Oh, no, I still watch them, and it's, you know, our philosophy was, you know, sure, you want to win all the games, but we always wanted to make sure if we were competing and, and we were in the game. And uh, like you said, you, you see it now, sometimes you're in a game and sometimes you're not. And that's just part of being a young team. They got to find some leaders that step up, and somehow they got to gel. And I know they had some injuries and stuff, and part of it, I think Chris Jones is he's doing a great job. It's just, he had a lot more to rebuild than what maybe everybody thought. So I think he's on the right track, but he's, we just got to – the team has to, to gel together. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw one more at you. Uh, if, you had, if you had 40 seconds to talk to the team before the Labor Day game, if you were the last guy to talk to them before they ran out of the field on Monday, what would you tell them? Kick ass and take names. You never lose the Calgary. It's a home game. Well, that's not. It's not a home game. Sorry, but it's in Calgary. This is the way that you can start your season. It starts today. We win this game. We take it from there. Danny, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I know a lot of fans are happy to hear from you. I'm glad you're enjoying your uh, your current career at the car dealership, and it's uh, it's great to hear some of your reflections on your playing days as well. Hopefully, the next time we do this, it's in person again. Sound like a deal? Sounds good. Thank you very much. Right on. That is Danny Bass checking in tonight. Uh, I should mention he actually did briefly play for the Argos before he went to Calgary and then Edmonton from 84 to 91. Uh, Grey Cup in 87. One of the uh, CFL's top 50 players of all time. Uh, an absolute uh, dominant linebacker. He uh, was a CFL All-Star six times. Pretty good. Canadian Football Hall of Fame as well. Uh, good to have his uh, his perspective, and uh, I, I think that's fair what he said. Maybe uh, maybe Chris Jones has more to, even more to rebuild than we thought going into the season. But an opportunity on uh, – uh, oh, he's he, he hear what he said. He said, you'll kick ass and take names on Monday. So he's still looking at it as an opportunity, and we'll see if the Elks can take advantage of that when they play in the Labor Day Classic. Okay, 780-496-0063 is how you can check in. Blake Dermott is coming up. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Ted.
All right, uh, Mike Smith, first likely to spend this upcoming season on long-term injured reserve. Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner, your goaltenders going into uh, Oilers training camp, which starts uh, how many days away are we now? Uh, what are we, about three weeks away? Still looking at the calendar in my head. Rookie camp, Penticton coming up in a couple of weeks. So, yes, we are getting rolling into hockey and uh, football picking up. Uh, we got the game on tonight with Ottawa and Montreal. I, I got to thank Tim Enger from Football Alberta. He's been sending me updates from Foot Field and Harry Ainley looking good. Nine minutes left. They are up 24-6 on St. Francis in a uh, matchup of two of the Alberta High School powerhouses to get the season going. A big crowd at Foot Field, which is uh, awesome to see. That is, uh, that is really cool to see. U of A Golden Bears at UBC tomorrow night for their Canada West season opener. They have had a preseason game, which they won. And uh, I should also re remind you that they're that big uh, play on Canada street hockey festival slash tournament is uh, is uh, shutting down 104th Avenue next weekend in Ice District Plaza. You have until midnight on Monday to register for that. Kevin Lowe was on the show. Was that just yesterday to uh, to talk about that? So that's pretty cool. All right. 780-496-0063. We got Derek Scott back at the 630 Chet Broadcasting Compound. Derek, uh, good to have you doing the show tonight. Oh, always great to be here, Reed. What do we have? Anybody writing in? Uh, we got a couple of texts so far. Uh, this guy, Brent, wants to know how pumped you are for the big show on Sunday. Well, I'm pumped. Uh, how can you not I, be? I, I, yes, uh, I, I view it as a... Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm very lucky that my favorite band is still playing live music. For sure. A lot of my favorite uh, artists aren't around anymore. Uh, yeah, at my age and at, uh, at their age as well, I suppose. And that they're still putting out some new music. I, I mentioned on Vintage Alien, they put out a new album, I guess, a couple months ago. I don't think it's great, but there are some good songs on it. And uh, they're, they're playing three, uh, three songs off it. So I, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited, too. I'm going with three very good friends. So the chance to, to hang out with them, the social experience is also going to be pretty fun. And I'm pretty lucky living close to Commonwealth Stadium. I, I mean, I'm, I'm walking over. I don't have to worry about parking or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I believe this is going to be my 13th time seeing Def Leppard live. Wow. So I mean, a live rock show is a live rock show. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, and I've only seen them outdoors. Uh, well, I guess I've seen them outdoors a couple of times, but I saw that big show in Chicago. They were there the same weekend as the NHL draft. Okay. So really, that, I've, I've told that horror story about getting to and from the venue. I've told that on the show before, but that was that was pretty... Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. I just think it's going to be fun. I mean, they put on a fun show. Uh, their music is fun. They play the hits. It, it'll be a good time. Yeah. Uh, so another text uh, asking if you're looking forward to the big game on Monday. I'm also looking for yes. <laughs> well, people know me well. They're throwing me softballs tonight. Right. So, so somebody text in a challenging question. I can take it on the uh, Labor Day Friday. Uh, well, yeah, I always look forward to Labor Day, and I and I know the Elks are big underdogs this year, but I still look forward to the game. And I always, I'm always of the mind that once the game starts, who knows? Um, you know, I referenced some years in the past where there was an upset either way. In, in hindsight, last year was a pretty big... Like, at the time, Edmonton got to 2-2 two and two with the win. 
when you look at the season as a whole, they were three and eleven. So, I mean, one of their few wins was on Labor Day. I, I, I know these trades have been tough this week. I know David Beard's a popular player, a local player. Uh, Blake Dermott's going to dive into that as we move along today. But yeah, but I am looking forward to the Labor Day game. I, like to me, ever since I was a kid, that's a significant day on the Canadian sports calendar. So Absolutely, I, I, I always try to watch the games. For sure. Anything can happen. You just never know. Yeah. Yeah, that's all we got right now. That's it. That's it. People are quiet today. They're already on their way to wherever they're going this weekend, or they're chilling out, or they're just on the porch swing listening to the show, but uh, too relaxed to text in. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, appreciate, I, I appreciate people, a couple of guys, taking interest in my level of uh, excitement for, for the events this weekend. I, well, you okay. know, actually, we just got one more here from Roadhammer. He says, you actually Uh-oh. working today, or are you just mailing it in? LOL. <laughs> <laughs> can it be both <laughs> right <laughs> well i always love hearing from roadhammer he is our sylvan lake alliance of wrestling uh, heavyweight champion now for several years uh, undisputed and undefeated i pretty i don't think he's ever lost uh, he always uh, has a fun text or two cool the way and I, I hope he enjoys listening to the show as much as i do delivering it okay uh, in all seriousness, though, the David Beard trade is a significant one. The guy coming in is Jesse Gibbon, also an offensive lineman. Here's Chris Jones. Yeah, Gibbon's a really, really good player, and he's extremely, extremely smart. Um, you know, uh, had a couple of our players that played with him, and I had discussions with a number of, of different people from the league yesterday concerning uh, exactly who he was as a, both as a person and, and as a student and, and not just as a football player, and they had nothing but rave reviews about him. Okay, said uh, I guess we're going to get to know this player pretty quickly. Also, Jones admitting, yeah, it's uh, it, it makes an impact to trade away a veteran and a leader like David Beard. That's always the concern. Again, you would hope that we've got enough leadership in the locker room with the guys that we have. And, and quite honestly, I had a conversation with some of them today. It's time for some of the others to, to become the leaders. And it's uh, for every time there's a door shut, there's a door open. Okay, well, the door's open for some guys on the Elks to, to, to make an impact and make some plays when you're going through a tough year and there's there have been a lot of changes. Morley mentioned last night, though, keep an eye out for uh, this uh, this running back, Kevin Brown, that they, they brought in. He had gaudy numbers in college, you know, granted at a smaller school, but... Uh, you know, a, a, a chance maybe to uh, have a little bit of an impact here with the uh, Edmonton Elks. Morley Scott going to check in when we get back. 